starting in three, two, one. Welcome in November 23rd, 2022. I'm your host, Commissioner Elvis. I'm Commissioner Jimmy. And hopefully you guys will be listening to this the same day because I'm trying to get this up tonight, like late tonight. Maybe, maybe you guys will be listening to it on Thanksgiving Day, but hopefully we can get you guys this information before the game start. So we're going to try to do this as a one shot so there's little, as little editing as possible. Um, yeah, I don't think we have anything to review from last week. So uh, right into the episode, episode preview. Yep. So segment one, we have a segment we call players on a roll, which is like give ranks and who's stat mixed together. And then we got segment two, where we'll give our potluck matchup food comparisons. And for our final segment, we have feast mode, a.k.a. the starts of the week. Yeah. If you guys haven't noticed, this is our uh, Thanksgiving episode. So um, we're going to we're not going to be eating this year around. <laughs> but <laughs> no ASMR. Yeah, no ASMR this year, but we will be uh, sticking to that Thanksgiving theme. Uh, ready to start segment one? Yeah, let's get into it. Players on a roll. You get you get that pun, right? You get, you get why I did that? Yeah. Okay, just making sure. Um, all right, so this is going to be a kind of like a hybrid between two segments that we uh, usually do, which is uh, let's give ranks and who's stat. Um, but in, so in this version, what we're going to do is we're pretty much just going to, uh, say the, the rank of the player, the season long rank, and then we're going to try to guess who that player is. These are players that we're thankful for this year. So, um, I think we can do maybe three guesses again, cause this is this, like just giving just a, just a rank and then guessing from straight up from that rank is pretty tough. Yeah. So I think we can do, especially two. when it's not obvious. Yeah. And then I know I don't know about you, but I prepared a lot of stats, so I'll give you an option of which which stat you want or which ranking you want as your, your hint, your follow up hint. Okay. Um, I prepared like one stat each, but I can give you miscellaneous answers okay. <laughs> and okay. hints. Yeah. All right. Um, why don't you start first then? All right. So my first running back currently is ranked eighth on the, on season. the season. Okay. Eighth on the season. Uh, I would have to say that's somewhere along the lines of like, um, uh, <laughs> this is hard. Um, all right, I'm just gonna guess because I don't want to have to edit out all these silences. I'm gonna say Alvin Kamara. Okay, not Alvin Kamara. Give me a hint. All right, I'm gonna go easy or hard. Eight touchdowns, total touchdowns on the season so Eight far. Eight touchdowns in eleven weeks. Yeah. So. That's like less than one touchdown per game. Um, this has got to be someone... I'm guessing it's someone with a lot of yards if they're ranked eight. Right? You said eight? Eight uh, total. Maybe... Uh, or somebody who started later in the season, like uh, Kenneth Walker? Um, I guess another hint would be he's outperformed his ADP. Oh, okay. By a, a pretty big margin. I know it's not one of my guys, um, so that that's a little bit of narrowing there. Obviously, <laughs> um, I performed his ADP. Is it? Um, I'm I'm thinking it's one of the guys that was a, supposed to be a backup to start the season, but is no longer a backup. Somebody like um, Raheem Mostert. Is that your final answer? Yes. It is Tony Pollard. Oh wow. I wouldn't. Have, I don't think I would have guessed that. But I was right. I was on track with the um, the backup uh, yeah. player. Yeah. I mean, um, you know, he's always been there for, for Dallas. You know, right right behind Zeke. Um, but he's had more opportunities this year. Uh, you know, with Zeke missing some games. Um, but it seems like he is ready the, to take over. Yeah, ready to usurp that role. Um, like I said, he he outperformed his ADP because I got him in one of my redraft leagues. Because I went I went um, heavily on wide receivers. So I, I ended up getting Tony pretty late in the, the rounds. Right. This is one of those steals, the late round steals. Yeah, but it's been paying off. So that's good. P- pretty thankful for him because he's helping my team propel to the playoffs. Yeah. 
And that's why you're thankful for him. Exactly. Um, I have a similar player. I'm going to stay on that note with running back. Uh, I'm going to give you a running back 10. You already gave me some hints there. Did I? I mean, you, you said you try, you're trying to stay in the similar path, you know, so it could be. I'm just saying that it's, it's also a running back. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I don't know. You, you, you take what you want. I didn't, yeah. I didn't confirm that's a hint. I, I'm just saying I'm staying on the same path I, as a running back. Yes. Because <laughs> I use my own running back as elimination for your one of your running backs. So. Oh, that makes sense. Okay, so running back 10, hey? Um, I would say someone that probably, you know, same situation as Tony Pollard came in as a backup but has had a lot of opportunities to um perform so i'm gonna guess my first guess is jamal williams i hate you so much (laughs) (laughs) you do this every time (laughs) it's like you knew i feel like i feel like as soon as you 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 said it like like he was on a similar path like i i thought of jamal williams right away yeah. i don't know why it just came it just came yeah. to mind like i that. also kind of leaned towards my players that i had a lot of stock in in this year yeah like jamal williams who was in like the league one of the leagues i care about most and uh he's been in my starting lineup for the past couple of weeks because you know of how good he's been he's literally just taken over the lead role and it like like we said in previous weeks it's probably gonna stay that way like uh last week uh, DeAndre Swift was pretty healthy, and he still only got like five carries, three catches, and a touchdown. Yeah, compared to Jamal Williams, who got what two or three touchdowns. And, yeah, I played and, against him in a book. Yeah, you played against, against me. you. Yeah, <laughs> and you had DeAndre Swift. Yeah, um, but yeah, uh, Jamal Williams is is the workhorse back there, and I'm I'm thankful for uh, for that blessing because my team is was already thin to, to start the season. Things are looking to, to, to change a little bit right now, but it was start, looking thin to start the season, and Jamal Williams has been my savior. I'm pretty sure he's leading the league in touchdowns for running um, backs. Actually, as a stat, because uh, I saw a tweet, he, he is he is right first in rushing touchdowns yeah. in the league. Uh, is- so these are some of the, these are some of the clues I was going to give you if you didn't get. It. <laughs> um, he's he's sixth in rush, rush attempts. That's that's a lot, um, and that would be fifteen point nine rush attempts per game. I don't have the total number on the season, but mm-hmm. um, he's also twelfth in rush yards. Uh, he's not much of a receiver. He's like in the sixtieths for like receptions and reception yards. Um, and one other hint I had was that you went on a date with him. <laughs> <laughs> that have been that would have been interesting. I don't think I would I would have been able to recall it if. Because it was kind of like a obscure uh, yeah. hint. Yeah. All right, let's move on. All right, so I guess we can stick with the running backs. Yep. I have a running back four. Running back four. This has got to be something like, I don't know, Damien Pierce? Okay, I didn't think Damien Pierce has been that good anyways. He's been like usable, but not like top five. So he has 1,181 total yards okay uh, hold on i just saw you look away not at your your ipad and, and recite that stat because <laughs> i, I kind of memorized it when i was looking at it uh, 1181 yards yeah. I, I guess i can give you another clue um he's ranked third on the season for rushing yards for rushing yards um all right fourth overall third in rushing yards uh, nick chubb okay uh, he he's playing for. I guess he's playing for a team that's not really good. That's not living up to expectations. Okay. Oh oh, a team that's not living up to expectations. There's there's a couple of those. Not living up to expectations. Uh, all right. So just just to. Uh, Keep some sound on the airwaves so I don't have to edit too much. I'm, I'm gonna think out loud. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna think out loud. We have, we have, um, we already mentioned the Texans. That's not Damian Pierce. Uh, we also have, uh, who else not living up to expectations? A team that was supposed to be good but isn't, like the uh, Raiders with Devontae Adams. It could be, I don't think it's um, Josh J- Jacobs though. Um, it could also be, um, one of the the Broncos, but I don't think cause it's, it's been such a like a committee back there that I don't think that any one of them could have gotten a thousand yards, and they really haven't been that good on offense. And who else? Um, I'm gonna pull up the teams real quick without looking at the uh, the their rosters. Uh, we also have the uh, scores. Where is it? Um, 
who else? Jacksonville Jaguars? I mean, they're doing okay. They're doing okay, but I don't think we expected them to do that great. Uh, Washington Commanders. Cardinals have been definitely disappointing, but I don't think it's James Connors or um, you know Benjamin because they both haven't played the whole season. Uh, is it? It could it be Green Bay? Is it Aaron Jones? Oh, okay, that was my third guess. Was it? That was my third oh, guess. Oh, that was yeah. your third guess? Okay, so the player is, you said it. Oh, said the name? <laughs> yeah. Who is it? From the Raiders. It was Josh Jacobs, really? Yeah, it's Josh Jacobs. I didn't think it was him. Yeah, so, I mean, he also outperformed his ADP. Like, I think he was more like, what, a fourth, fifth rounder yeah. in redraft? He was definitely slept on this year. Like, a lot of people were doubting him because of his, no waved like they waved how they how the Raiders waved his fifth year yeah and then remember how they started him in that Hall of Fame game yep so it seemed like they were kind of trying to I guess fade him but he's been producing I mean other than a couple of duds in a few of his games you've been pretty happy if you drafted Josh Jacobs so um he's been carrying my team on his back so um thankful for that yeah uh looks like he's gonna get a new contract next year yeah they they should pay him right all right, so it looks like I have the only wide receiver on the list, so I will take that next. Uh, this person is wide receiver 11. Yeah. <laughs> I almost gave away it. <laughs> you also have the only quarterback. You also have the only tight end, so. <laughs> I guess. All right. All right, wide receiver 11. This is, I feel like. It could be anybody. Yeah. But, I mean, it's someone that you have close, you know, a close connection with because. This is who we're thankful for. But, I mean, there's a possibility that he's not on your dynasty team. Yes, there is. Wide receiver 11. I I can't. There's just so many. Yeah, there's there's just so many wide receivers. I can give you a a freebie Um, hint. I don't think think these will help that much, but um, maybe they'll give you a clue. I'm thinking like, right right off the top of my head, I'm thinking of like a T. Higgins or a Tyler Boyd. Um, But... What's that face? What? <laughs> I don't know. All right, let's just go with T. Higgins. T. Higgins. Not T. Higgins. Okay. I'll, all right, like, I'll give you a hint. Uh, I actually just read through all these stats because I don't think they'll help that much, but they'll give you a, they'll, I think they'll definitely lead you to a better uh, answer if you have all these stats. Um, ninth in targets, 12th in receptions, ninth in receiving yards, and 22nd in receiving touchdowns. So it's around kind of like like tenth around for those targets receptions reception yards, but he falls behind when it comes to target uh, touchdowns. Mm, so um, not getting. It's like it, it, when it comes when you average it per game, he gets like five point one receptions a game, seventy six yards a game, but only point three touchdown receiving touchdowns per game. Also like eight point three targets per game. Hmm. So he's getting a lot of yards. A lot of yards. A lot of targets. targets. A lot of receptions. But he's not getting the. Touchdowns. I'm thinking. I'm thinking of Hopkins now. Does Hopkins score? I know he gets a lot. A lot of the. But he's also been doing pretty well, so I don't think he's 11th. Oh, I, is this? I actually don't know where Hopkins is, but I feel like it's uh, overall he's got like a like a five five six game. Yeah. Like uh, like a top five performance. I feel like for Hopkins. So who's not scoring much? That's a wide receiver. I mean, it's just so. There's just so many options. It has to like I don't know. Um, I want to say Tyler Boyd now, but I don't want to. I don't want to stick. I don't want <laughs> to stick with Cincinnati. Um, Tyler Lockett, maybe? No, Tyler Lockett scores. Oh, this is tough. I gotta look at the teams. Yeah, I think it's helpful to have that list up. One second, let me pull it up. I mean, it's probably not gonna help as much. Maybe Gabe Davis. No, Gabe Davis scores a lot too. I feel like when he, he gets plays, he scores. That's yeah, that, so like, that's Gabe Davis. Yeah, so, so, so that's, low, your, that, that's an extra hint. <laughs> low, low receptions. Um. So you say he's he what 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 is he ranked in targets? Twelfth. Twelfth in targets or uh, ninth in targets. Ninth in targets. But he doesn't. He has a lot of yardage. I don't know. I have no idea. I'm looking through the teams too, and it doesn't. Yeah, it's not triggering anything. Take take a, take a wild guess, and I'll give you another hint. I want to make a good guess. <laughs> too competitive, Jimmy. Receiver eleven. 
Um, let's go with. Uh, <laughs> um, ten, nine, eight, seven, six, five, <laughs> four, three. Let's go two. with Stefan Diggs. Stefan Diggs is the not. one. I know. <laughs> Stefan Diggs is a clear you're counting, one. You're counting down and panicked. <laughs> All right. Um, this guy is a rookie. Wait, so this is the last. La- this is your last last clue. Rookie. All right. So it could be George Pickens. Um, it could be Garrett Wilson. Uh. That's it, right? Traylon Burks, not Traylon Burks. Traylon Burks barely played. Alex Pierce, maybe. A player that I am thankful for. Alec Pierce. Um, I think Alec Pierce would be a good guess. Locking it in. Uh, <laughs> let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Hold on. Let me just look through the teams real quick. Do you want me to count down again? <laughs> yeah, dude. Ten. Wait, it could be Jahan Dotson too. Nine. I know I'm. I know I'm saying one of them. Eight, I have to be saying one of them. Seven. I'm six. going Alec Pierce. Dang it. No. This is a. So let me give you one more hint. You're not. You're not. Gonna, you're not gonna get like the the cash register sound for this. But this is a player that I really liked going into the season. I really liked, it and I really. I kind of really wish I took him. Somebody, I I took somebody else because they fell to me, but I was targeting this other player in the rookie draft. Is it Drake London? Chris or? Olave. Chris oh, Olave. Oh, oh, okay. He's, um, I mean, even though like his performance isn't like super stellar because I think that quarterback situation sucks. Yeah. He's been really good and, you know, kind of like a consistent factor for one of my teams, like consistently like nine plus points most games. So um, he's like, it's a bit, it's like, he's like a stabilizer on my team is what he is. Yeah. I think if I had more time to kind of analyze, then I think I, I would be able to get him. But Chris Olave, I didn't. That did not come to mind at all. But yeah, um, yeah. He, you can see that he's he's pretty consistent in most things, in most like uh, receive, receiving stats other than touchdowns. And so I think that kind of like speaks to like how how good he's going to be in the future in terms of like the touchdowns are going to come his way as long as he keeps seeing that production. Yeah, I think if he had more touchdowns, he would be in the conversation for offensive rookie of the year. Yeah, for sure. But like I said, the the quarterback situation in in uh, New Orleans is really bad right now. So yep. All right, take my me last one to your tight end. My tight end seven. Tight end seven. <clears throat> this one's tough tight, because tight end is probably the hardest one. Hardest because everything after like two, yeah. after, Everything after tight end two is just a, a toss up. Um, I'm going to take a wild stab here at Tyler Conklin. You hovered over the, the <laughs> other button for a second. I almost pressed it. Um, so I'll give you two hints. He's had five receiving touchdowns on the season, and it's not Travis Kelsey. <laughs> yeah, so I also don't think it's Mark Andrews. I feel like he's been better, has had more touchdowns. But I don't think I also don't think he's fallen down to fifth either, even though he hasn't Seven. played this last couple games. Seventh. Seventh. Yeah, I don't think Mark Andrews would have fallen to seventh over the, over the course of the season. Um, thus far, um, I want to guess. Um, I would have guessed Zach Ertz, but I think he's fallen fallen pretty far out because of his injury. Um, my gut says Irv Smith. I think he's only got like three or four touchdowns to be honest. Irv Smith, let me see. He's ranked twenty ninth on the season. Wow. All right, so let me just. Oh no, I meant man, I meant I meant to say Hawkinson, but okay. Continue. Oh wait, oh, that's that's still. <laughs> <laughs> okay, a freebie guess is that that, that yeah. was my third guess. Yeah, because that, that it's tough. Um, you might not get this, but um, you've mentioned all of the titans. Like so, so far, all the titans that you mentioned, they're it's none of them. It's Hayden Hurst. Is that your final answer? No, no, no. no. <laughs> Let me think. I, I, I want to say Tyler Higby is in that in that area too because he's he's consistently used, but I don't think he's got five touchdowns. So, so just a like he has five. Is it Taysom Hill? He has five receiving touchdowns, right? Receiving touchdowns. Okay. Yeah, and he's tied with two other tight ends. So they're, so they're like seventh through ninth. It's kind of cr- a crazy drop off. Like it's Travis Kelsey with eleven mm-hmm. touchdowns, and then it's. This guy. Everybody else. Oh, then is that guy? Yeah. 
but he's tied with two other guys in, in terms of receiving touchdowns. But he's ranked, the, this guy is ranked seventh on the season. Is it Mark Andrews? It's got to be Mark Andrews. No, I, I told you. You mentioned him. He's, it's I, not I, Mark. So I did mention him? No, no. You mentioned all the Titans that oh, you mentioned so far. You, you mentioned Mark Andrews. Yeah. It's, okay. I guess if it's, if it's not Mark Andrews, it could also be Isaiah Likely. Uh, all but, right. Hold on. Let me give you a better hint. So, <laughs> okay. so it goes Travis uh, on the season. Travis Kelsey, Mark Andrews, TJ Hawkinson, Zach Ertz, Dallas wow, Zach Goddard. Wow, still fourth? Yeah. Wow. Dallas Goddard, Taysom Hill, and then it's this player. And then it's George Kittle. I gave you a lot of hints there. That was a lot of hints because I did. So there's some names in there that I didn't mention. I thought it might have been Kittle. Um, who else has been close? Hey, I feel like Hayden Hurst was kind of a sleeper this year, but I, and I feel like he's gotten a couple touchdowns. But I don't think it was enough to get him where he, he is. I don't know. Um, there's also Gerald Everett who's in that area let me look at my teams again real quick let me just go through this uh, teams list Dawson Knox Dalton Schultz not one of the New England tight ends um Greg Dulcich is it no I don't think it's Greg Dulcich I don't think he's been he's gotten enough touchdowns yet um not Carolina David Njoku I don't I feel like he hasn't played lately Cole Komet. Final answer. <laughs> I don't know at this point. I'm just. I, I feel like I'm just throw, dart throwing it. No matter who I say. Um, I I want to say Hayden Hurst. That's that's. All right. So I'll give you a hint, but you won't get the. Uh, that's my third guess already. I know, but you won't get the cash register button for it. So it's my one of my start of the weeks. Juwan Johnson. No way. What? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. He's he's ranked seventh on the season. He's tied with Cole Komet and Mark Andrews for touchdowns. Mm. So he's he's second in that category. Wow. But yeah, I'm thankful for him because I mean I haven't been able to play him because my my I don't know what my thought process is. I always play the talent in Kyle Pitts and then Juwan Johnson just collects points on my bench. And he's been pretty consistent the past two weeks. Um actually three weeks. He finished fourth, fourth, and eighth. Yeah. Um but you know, I have too many tight ends. I don't know who to play. Right. Um, but it's, it's tough, especially with having t- Kyle Pitts. Like, how do you bench Kyle Pitts? Yeah, and it's also the the, the volatility of the position too. You know, yeah. like it's 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 so hard to put in Juwan Johnson over Kyle Pitts or like Dawson Knox. Yeah. Yeah. But he's had his opportunities and he's been you know capitalizing on it. So um, maybe this week I'll be able to play him. But I'm, I'm not too confident. Right. Still, still. I, I think that's how it is with most most players yeah. in, in the tight end position. Like it's just like you know, you never know what you're gonna get. Yeah. I'm still thankful for his productivity on my bench, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Makes you feel a little bit better. All right. So, my last player is quarterback four on the season. Quarterback four. Um. Dang. I don't know. I feel like it's like Tua, but um, actually, let's just go with Tua for the first one. Not Tua. All right, let's, um, let's get a hint. I'm gonna read through a bunch of uh, a bunch of. Okay, I, I'll give you options. You want passing yards, passing touchdowns, interceptions, pass rating, uh, pass attempts, completions, completion percentage, uh, rush attempts, rush yards. Let's get um, let's get a passer rating. Passer rating. So he's has the fifth. He's ranks fifth in passer rating. Um, this number probably won't mean much to you, but he has a ten thirty nine passer rating per game. Ten thirty nine passer rating. It says like a thousand one a thousand thirty nine. I don't know. How, I don't know how sleeper like is one hundred three point nine. That's what it might be, but um, in sleeper it says a thousand three point nine. So I don't know if that's like how they do theirs. All right, so I think oh, does this just? I'll give you an additional one too if you want additional stat line. Sure. Um, let's do um, passing yards. Passing yards. He has the third most passing yards at two hundred eighty-nine passing yards per game. Two hundred eighty. What's the total? Do you have a total? Uh, I can pull up the total real quick. Yeah, yeah go for it. Um, but it seems like he's passing a lot, so it's not just in fields. It kind of helps helps me narrow like, um, like all the running. 
quarterbacks. Uh, is it Joe Burrow? Who's been passing a lot? On the season, this guy has 2,890 passing yards. Okay, so it's not bad, but it's also kind of average. I know it's not Tom Brady because Tom Brady's, he's always pushing like the 5,000 yards. Um, is it? I'm thinking of Joe Burrow. Can you look at teams again? Sure. <laughs> I feel like it helps when you look at teams. Yeah, just to have, because it's so easy just to like come up blank when you're trying to, try to think of it out of nowhere. Yeah, it's not Lamar Jackson. It's not Zach Wilson. Are you sure it's not Zach Wilson? It's definitely not. He just lost his job. <laughs> I don't think it's any of the AFC South teams. Fourth? Hmm. Fourth overall. I'm thinking of Joe Burrow. But... Could be no, it's not Gino. There's no way. It's not Matt Stafford. All right, let's go Joe Burrow here. Final answer. Yeah. <laughs> Jimmy the stat master. <laughs> I don't know how you do it, but uh, yeah, it's just a lucky guess. It's just narrowing uh, things down. I'm especially thankful for Joe Burrow this year because I have him in a redraft league, but everybody kept passing on him. Like everybody was like, um, in this particular league, everybody. Uh, they, you know, they. I think we all, a lot of us felt that Joe Burrow was being drafted too high. And so he fell like a lot, like three, four rounds in my draft. So I ended up picking him up really late, which enabled me to get better players earlier on in the draft. And so that's uh, one of the reasons why I'm thankful. But on top of that, Joe Burrow has been really good, like, especially this past week. In this is a, uh, this is a happy PR league, 40 points this past week. Uh, week before that, 23, 23, 52, the week, uh, week seven. 43 on week at week six like he's been really good especially for where i drafted him particularly yeah you, you th- what round do you think he'll he'll uh fall into the next year i think it's going to be a similar situation as this year i think they're going to draft him high again just because like um i i i expect that um the running quarterback's going to go first and then it's going to go joe burrow like as the first passing quarterback yeah i feel like he is kind of overlooked like he's not talked about enough like how people talk about Tua. yeah um joe bro's really good at like reading defenses and picking plays and he does have talented offensive weapons Mm -hmm. so that helps a lot for for sure yeah because you know you you can read defense all you want but your offensive weapons can't do anything about it yeah i think they i mean if they upgraded a little bit on like their tight end i mean hayden hurst is good yeah or even their line yeah i think they upgraded their line already this year but like i feel like it wasn't enough yeah he's 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 good I don't know why people overlook him. Yeah, but yeah, he's been he's been like a, a saving grace for my uh, this in this league. This is a tournament league, and so like you try to get as many points as you can in this particular league. And I've I've been on a, win, a six game winning streak mainly because of his scoring. Yeah. So um, definitely a good pick. Yeah. All right. I think that's it for our um, players on a roll. We ready to move on to the next segment? Let's do it. <laughs> potluck matchup all right so uh you guys if you guys remember from our halloween episode we have like a candy comparison this is going to be our thanksgiving version of that so we have each here three players who we're going to um compare to some classic thanksgiving dishes uh i'll go first this time since you went first sure all right so my first player this guy um i have him uh as a comparison to a ham uh, because a ham is like a main dish, but typically not what you have for Thanksgiving. But some people do it because they don't like turkey. They prefer ham. And ham is good, you know. Turkey has that those bits where like some pizzas are, some parts of it are really dry, but the dark meat is really good. It's like ju- juicy. And the ham, with the ham, that doesn't happen with the ham. Like it's it's good all around, right? Um, and this player is is kind of like that. Like it's it's not as common to have around. Because obviously it's only one of him, and um, you're lucky if you have him. This is um, Travis Kelsey. Yeah, um, I mean we we mentioned it earlier. You know he had he he's like blowing other tight ends in, when it comes to the category of re- receiving t- touchdowns. Yeah. So he's it's it's crazy how he does it every year. Yeah. It, I, it, it actually when you think about it, it makes sense this year, especially because of the the situation for wide receiver room in Kansas City. So it makes sense. But like I was on the train of him like falling off this year, or you know sooner or later because he's getting older. Yeah, and then I think I would think that teams 
would account for him and you know design their defense against him but I, the thing is that I, I think that they do but he just it's just he's a beast yeah it's just like he's on a different he's just playing with kids at this point you know he's a man and he's just playing with a bunch of kids yeah um but yeah i, I mean I, I didn't look at kelsey this much anywhere in like my redraft leagues because of what you said i thought he was gonna fall off this year and it doesn't seem like he's slowing down at all yeah like if not this year then sooner or later you know but uh it just it really doesn't seem like it um his 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 reign as number one continues. Yeah, and I think as long as he has Mahomes there and Mahomes can keep himself healthy, which it seems like he could, um, then Kelsey's just gonna have great value every year. Yep. So yeah, that's Travis Kelsey, the uh, non-traditional uh, top choice. <laughs> All right. So my first food is mashed potatoes. So mashed potatoes is you know a great side dish i think it's it's arguably the you know one of the best side dishes um and you know i don't know anyone that doesn't like mashed potatoes unless they don't like um potatoes at all and the uh, player that i have compared to him is tua um because you know going into this season um we weren't we weren't sure how Tua was going to play you know he didn't have you know i think what is his, his third year yeah i think so yeah so third or fourth his first two seasons weren't that great, you know. So he up they upgraded they upgraded their offensive weapons with Tyreek Hill. Um, so you know that made him more, I guess, appetizing, appealing. <laughs> um, so you know he's he's been. I mean, if he hadn't got hurt, I think he would be on pace to you know to be one of the top uh, quarterbacks. But you know he got his concussion and then he got hurt and then um, that took him out for a little bit. So. Um, but I think I still think Tua is like one of the best. You know, yeah. he's not he's not like a top tier like Pat Pat Mahomes when it, when it comes to that discussion. You know, Pat Mahomes and um, Josh Allen. He's still a great side dish. You know, like a a great side quarterback. Yeah, he's definitely uh, proving his uh, draft value um, and the, the, his NFL draft value. Like he's showing the NFL that he was worth his draft capital, uh, th- especially this year, because we we know it takes a couple years and. Um, yeah, we were. There was definitely a lot of doubts after season one and season two. Yeah, I mean, we knew he was good because he came out of Alabama, you know, and we saw that he was able to win a championship. Um, but then he came into the league and played behind Ryan Fitzpatrick for a little while. He did say see a little bit of playing time, but um, it's always it's always hard to gauge how a quarterback you know transitions into the the big league from college. Yeah, especially when they had so much expectations in in college. Right. All right, if that's it, we're going to move on to my second um, potluck matchup. Uh, this food item is stuffing. Stuffing is one of those must-have dishes, just like mashed potatoes. It's like one of those must-have dishes at Thanksgiving. Um, you see it on every Thanksgiving table uh, around this time of year. Um, and if you guys didn't know, stuffing is made from bread. So this is something that's kind of like repurposed. You know, it, it started as one thing, and then it became something else that's even better. Uh, and this... this uh, Player comparison. This is CMC. He was bread. Bread is delicious. And then he got repurposed. He got traded and repurposed. And now he's stuffing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dead. But but stuffing's great. Like, have you had a bad stuffing? I don't think so. Right. It, it's it's really hard to you know hard to mess up a stuffing. Uh, as long as you um, get those herbs in there and, and a little bit of salt, you're good. Or you can just make them in the box and it's still good. And that's CMC. Um, yeah. The the re- the the repurposed the re. Uh, ingredient <laughs> yeah i like that but yeah um i mean so his, his outlook on the 49ers obviously um 49ers are a team that use multiple running backs so that takes away a little bit from cmc but i, th- I think he's still very valuable he's still a touchdown guy and even with sharing work with elijah mitchell he's still seeing a lot of production like uh his points are pretty comparable to the way that he was on uh the panthers a couple years back so um CMC is still like a top tier running back to me. Yeah, I think I think fantasy wise he was probably better like on the Panthers because of you know being the soul. Yeah, you know with the Niners, not only is he sharing work with Elijah Mitchell, they have Debo who's running the ball. They have uh, George Kittle who can catch Ayuk there. You know um, even Usechek they use Usechek sometimes, um, but he's still good. Yeah, and this is this is the Niners saying that they're gonna you know they're all in for the Super Bowl. Right. And I, I mean, 
I remember looking at his points and I remember seeing that like other than his first week, which obviously is kind of like a freebie week, he hasn't really been like a disappointment at all. Yeah. So yeah. All right. That's it. That's it. All right. So my second food or I guess I don't know if this is a food, but it's <laughs> it's not a food. What, what? <laughs> you wouldn't eat this? <laughs> I mean what I guess the better term for it. Um I guess it's it's more of like an enhancer. So it's gravy. Um and it's I I'm gonna keep it simple because you know, I compared it to Tyreek Hill, who you know, I compared to mashed potatoes or uh, two I compared to mashed potatoes. And you usually you can't have <laughs> you can't you have mashed potatoes without the gravy. Um so, you know, both of them have been have been showing that they have a connection with one another and obviously Tyreek Hill hasn't dropped off from where he you know, when he was on Kansas City. Uh, so, you know, I think Tyreek is still shining where he, wherever he goes. It doesn't matter. Um, it's it's a mismatched nightmare for him. Um, and two is just he's he's better because of Tyreek Hill. Yeah, I uh, I, li- I actually really like this comparison of gravy because gravy with mashed potatoes is good, but gravy with a turkey like Patrick Mahomes was also good. You know, like gravy goes good everywhere. Yeah. So I, I like that comparison. Yeah, he, and he's smooth. <laughs> he's always so smooth. He's smooth. He's, um, I would say that he's a little bit of a, a runnier gravy, though. He's fast, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, that was yeah. a good comparison. All right. My last one is candied yams. Let me ask you before I even get into it. What do you think of candied yams? I mean, I honestly can't say that I've had candied yams. And if I, if I had, I don't remember what it tastes like. Yeah, I think that's kind of how this player is like. Candy yams, um, I feel like is a think is a Thanksgiving classic, but like it's I don't know I don't know about like other people, but like for at my house, at my like in my household, the candy yams is something that doesn't get touched that much. Like can it's one of those things that get definitely gets left over, has lots of, lots of leftovers because like they're they're not that's something that people go for, uh, and even when the uh, you do go for it. You only have a little bit, um, and so this this player is kind of like that in in that like they're not that enticing when you play them, um, and it's it's a little redundant too because yams are already sweet to begin with, and then you candy them so they're even sweeter. Um, so it's a little redundant. Like um, you don't really it's just not something that you you go for it, but you, when you do have it, you you'll you'll like it for a little bit, but you won't you don't like it too too much where you have a lot of it, right? And that's gonna be Curtis Samuel. Uh, he's a player that was uh, unexpectedly uh, returned to relevance this year. Um, he's been solid in that he's been producing like at least like nine points per game for most games, fantasy points in half PPR. Uh, so he's been like another like one of those stabilizing players where um, they they give you points and you can count on their points, but like uh, they're not gonna win you a week. Um, so yeah, candy DMs, something that you don't really want, but they're always there. Yeah, I, I was telling all this. I was I was thinking of um, Curtis Samuel Curtis Samuel as one of my foods too, but then I changed my mind. So you know, like I thought I thought he was good, um, you know, enough to be in a, a food comparison. So uh, I'm glad he's he's here. What, what were you gonna compare him to? I was actually gonna do mashed potatoes for him. Uh huh. But I felt like that was would have been disservice to mashed potatoes. Yeah, exactly. Or maybe it was something else. I don't remember. But yeah, I I, I was gonna put Curtis Samuel on there. Yeah. Anyways, my my last food, um, I don't know why I don't know why I did this comparison, but <laughs> so it's Brussels sprouts. Um, it's not like a common, I guess, dish for Thanksgiving. Um, not that I know of, anyways. But you know, some people don't like Brussels sprouts. Sprouts. Some people do, um, and I feel like I guess that's Devonta Smith. You know, sometimes some some weeks he has a good game, and then some weeks he just lets you down, um, and. I have him on my team, so uh, I feel strongly about that statement. Um, but yeah, uh, I, that's as simple as, 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 it, as it gets. Um, you know, you either like Brussels sprouts or you don't. <laughs> yeah, it's it, it's one of those things that's like, it's also like, I think Brussels, Brussels sprouts is something that really like takes a lot of, uh, it's, if, if, you, if you're really good at cooking Brussels sprouts, they're actually really good. And so I guess it matters like who's preparing uh, the Brussels sprouts. Yeah. And um, on some like so if 
it sounds it seems like uh, Jalen Hurts is kind of like experimenting with his Brussels sprouts. <laughs> like yeah. on some days it's really good and some days it's really bad. Yeah, that's a good take. Because like Brussels sprouts, they do like uh, are they're a little hard to take down if they're not cooked properly. Yeah. And Devonta Smith is like that when he, when he gives you like you know either his goose game or or like low scoring because somebody else is the, is the the star of the food world. Yeah, exactly. All right, thanks for that. <laughs> thanks for that tag team. <laughs> All right. Um, any other food comparisons? Any honorable mentions? No, I don't. I can't think of anything. All right, let's move on to our last and final segment. <laughs> Feast mode. This is kind of like paying homage to Eddie Lacy when he was on Seattle. And he like he was like real chunky. Yeah, they call him Feast mode. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, because Beast mode was Marshawn Lynch. Right, that I knew. Yeah, so Feast mode was Eddie Lacy at, yeah. at his. I guess I don't know how to put it because it's the lowest point of his career, but he was big. Right. <laughs> That's funny. All right. Um, so, yeah. Who, who are we feasting on this week? Who are we starting this week? All right. I have Joshua Palmer against Arizona. Can you t- talk to me about Joshua Palmer real quick about his uh, not this week this past week's performance. All right. We watched, we watched the game together. We but did. I had subbed out Joshua Palmer for Mike Williams because he, Mike Williams was healthy. Even like one of the reporters was saying that Mike Williams feels like he's at 200%. He's ready to go. Um, I think it was like the first catch Mike Williams gets hurt. So then now we have Keenan Allen in there and then Joshua Palmer. Guess who who catches like the 40-yard touchdown for, for uh, the Chargers? I think it might have been even further than 40, but it was Josh Palmer. <laughs> and I, remember, I remember me and you both reacted very strongly to that. Yeah, I was I, so annoyed. In a very similar situation, like I took him out of my lineup too because he wasn't the, – the two, three weeks prior to that, he was the, supposed to be the wide receiver one for the team. And he, stunk. He, he did not step up to, to you know, to the to the plate. Nope. And then, you know, the one and two come back, pushing Josh Palmer back down to the three. So we're like, oh, okay, sit him because Keenan Allen and Mike Williams is going to be the guy. Yeah. But, and, and then Josh Palmer just has to show up. Yeah. Josh Palmer is not the one. He's he's not the one at all. So, so, so what gives you confidence about Josh Palmer this week? I think so with the re-aggravation of, I think the ankle injury for Mike Williams is kind of uncertain if they're going to play him this week. Um, but regardless, even if Mike William plays, I feel like you it, you have the confidence to start Joshua Palmer since he had you know he had his quote unquote breakout game last week um, with the two there. I mean, granted, Mike Williams got hurt, um, so they're also playing Arizona. Um, Arizona has been like really bad. Like the end of the game of their game last week, they're kind of deflated at the end. Um, and Buda Baker, who is like one of their defensive leaders, said that you know these guys are pretty much giving up at the end of the game when it's it's unwinnable. So um, the mentality for the Arizona Cardinals as a team, it seems like it's it's rough. Um, so I think Palmer will have another good week. That's good. I, 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 I tend to agree because against Arizona, it seems like it's definitely possible. They haven't been playing well. Yeah. Um, all right. My first uh, feast mode thing. Start of the week <laughs> is uh is gonna be actually all three of my my picks this week are very um much deeper deeper league picks uh so these are more like flex plays the uh, players that you can um play and hopefully get a boom out of uh my first one is gonna be Traylon Burks versus Cincinnati he's playing at home versus Cincinnati and I have him picked here because um we've been seeing you know he's a rookie and uh, we tend to see that rookies they start to um, open up in terms of um, performances towards the second half of the year. And we are in that second half of the year and we're seeing more targets, more receptions, more yardage. This past week, he was wide receiver 14 this past week. And that was without a touchdown. He has yet to receive a touchdown this season. Um, And I think that with, um, who's the quarterback for the Titans? Um, Tannehill. Tannehill. With with Tannehill back, I think Jalen Brooks is way better than he was with Malik Willis. Like they, the Titans just did not throw with Malik Willis and with Tannehill back. Tannehill actually looked very, very good in the throwing game. He like he made a lot of really like really smart decisions, and like he looked good throwing the ball. And I think with that against a team like Cincinnati, where they're going to have to throw to keep up, um, Traylon Brooks, I I think he's gonna get a touchdown this week. His first one in, in his NFL career. Yeah, I, I do like this pick. Um, 
he played last week week but he only played you know 50 percent of the snap so imagine him at full speed um playing more snaps um i think he'll be good the only thing that concerns me about the titans is that they're a run first uh team yeah. so um they're gonna rely heavily on derrick henry and if if the game gets out of hand then they're just gonna you know they're gonna keep running yeah but like i said these are like more like flex all my picks all my picks personally are more like like deeper league flex plays uh because i want to give people confidence in you know when you don't know who to who to start kind of yeah i definitely i definitely think he is high upside yeah if not if if not now then coming up because i i just feel like he's due Uh, yeah i mean and the titans drafted him to become the next aj brown so yeah why wouldn't they use him like aj brown right um so yeah i like that pick all right, you're up. All right, I have my the, the player that I'm one of the, one of the players that I'm grateful for, Tony Pollard. He's playing against the New York Giants. Um, this is I, this is some people are calling this the OBJ sweepstakes because I think um, OBJ is kind of narrowing down. Uh, just a quick side note, um, OBJ is kind of narrowing down his teams, and he, I know that he he kind of wants to go to Dallas, but I know that he also wants to go home to New York, the, the New York Giants. So that's why it's like a yeah, that little, little it's, thing. It's almost like a 50-50 because yeah. they're playing each other this week. But on that side note, I want to go a little bit further on that <laughs> side note. What are your thoughts on, on OBJ? Um, Is he going to be relevant this season? Yes, I, th- I think he's he, he he's going to be an interesting add um, for the playoffs because, you know, I, I still think that he's talented. Um, and if he goes to a team like the, um, the Cowboys... I think well, that's much better than going back to the the, the Giants because of the the quarterback there. I, I think Dak is better than Daniel Jones. Yeah. Um. So if he goes to the Cowboys, it's going to be really interesting. Yeah. I also saw like uh, some kind of stat. I don't. I forget exactly what it was or where I saw it. But like that OBJ has never had a season outside of like the top like sixteen or something like that. As you know, I was as a wide receiver when when he plays, mm-hmm. right? So I think that. It, it is a great addition, but now I want to go even further away, <laughs> away from our topic and ask you to rate my trade. Okay. This week, this past week at trade deadline, I traded away Gabe Davis for OBJ and Deonta Foreman. I needed some depth at running back because in this league, uh, you cannot make waiver pickups during playoffs. Mm-hmm. And then that, that week was trade deadline. So I needed some depth at running back. And then I got, to, and I'm doing really well at wide receiver. My wide receivers are Christian Watson, DeAndre Adams, Chris Olave. Devontae Adams, not DeAndre Adams. <laughs> uh, I also have Josh Palmer and Terrence Marshall. Okay. Um, I think it's a good trade. You know, with the... Uh, I mean, OBJ, uh, there's so much uncertainty with him because yeah. of not pl- not playing um, for, what, 11, 12, 13 weeks now? He hasn't played... And then he has to learn a new playbook. Um, yeah, but it's not that... So what I was saying about like him being always highly ranked in every season that he, he's played... Uh, I think that goes back to his playability. Like when he when he started playing for the Rams, he was almost instantly, yeah, viable. Right, right. I, I mean, I like it as long as he as long as he's as long uh, as he pays, gets, off, pays as, off. Yeah, as long as he gets signed. Um, you know, I don't I don't think it matters whatever team he goes to because he's going to make an impact. Yeah, that's that, that's just the player he is. Yeah, and I felt like with Gabe Davis, he's kind of like a boomer bust every week. So I feel yeah. like I feel like that was almost. I would have almost traded obj if i was if i remember like if i was a player a player a manager who was very confident in obj i would have almost traded that like obj for gabe davis straight up yeah and you i mean you also have deontay foreman to fall back on if anything if that right. trade doesn't and pan he, out he's also like boomer bust too like yeah he, like he's been really serviceable for me in my other league yeah where, you know he is my like, running back too yeah it is the security there too so yeah all right anyways <laughs> yeah so, so sorry tony pollard we're back to you all right um anyways you know he's he's been great with or without Zeke. Um, this kind of obvious. You know Tony Pollard. If you have him, you start him. Yeah, uh, there's is not Zeke, really much. Is to Zeke say. still hurt. Zeke Zeke is back. He he was back for last game, and even with Zeke back, I think Zeke had two touchdowns and Tony Pollard had two touchdowns. But obviously Tony Pollard has that uh, catching ability, mm-hmm. and he could make make the big plays, and he did that. Yeah, he just seems more explosive. Yeah. So you know if you have Tony Pollard, you, you got to start him. Yeah. Doesn't matter if Zeke Zeke is in the backfield. It doesn't matter. I yeah. think it's it. It seems like um, Tony Pollard is always equal to or better than Zeke at this point. Yeah, yeah. All right, my second start of the week. This is a this one's a scary one. That I'm not so. <laughs> 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 but without uh, Cooper Cup there, I am starting 
Allen Robinson. Oh, wait, hold on. You have Chargers playing against Arizona, but I also have Rams playing against Arizona. <laughs> What's going on here? Somebody wrong here? One of us is wrong. <laughs> hold on. This week, the oh, I'm I'm wrong. I was I was looking at the wrong week. So the Rams are playing KC. All right, so before we go any further, did you get the news this week that Matt Stafford is not playing? Yes. Okay, so this still this is still in play for you. Yes, this Alan is still in play because uh, I I'm trying to remember there was I was looking at um, I just so my, my base of thought here with KC is that um, any team that plays KC they have to throw to keep up. There's there's no uh, like the only team that was able to keep up with them with using the run game was the Titans because they have Derrick Henry. But every other team, when you look at their, like how their production like, in a game against KC, is mostly in the wide receiver QB department. Um, and I think it's scary this week with Allen Robinson because obviously he has to be able to prove that he's the guy. But I think the other the other thing that also detracts from that is also that it could be Higby. Um, I think it's either Allen Robinson or Tyler Higby that are, that's going to um, carry the, the, most of the team's points. I think this is this is not scary. This is terrifying. Yeah, this is terrifying <laughs> because I don't think they're going to score that much because with John Wolford, uh, I don't know. It's kind of a it's kind of a stretch. Yeah. Um, the other thing that I was looking at was that some other team? Let me let me look at the previous weeks. But they were also playing KC with a backup quarterback. And um, this, it, it kind of like reinforces what I said about uh, the throwing game in that um, most of the points went to the wide receiver and quarterback because they had, just because they had to. And it, that was with a backup quarterback. And yeah, I, I can see that side of the coin. Like, yeah. they also just released Daryl Henderson. I don't know if you heard. I did. But he's now gone. So I don't know who's up. It's either Kyron Williams or Cam Akers who... Uh, what is the situation there? Like no, Kyron, Kyron Williams barely had any playtime. Yeah. Now Daryl Henderson's gone. Cam Akers is what? It's it's like a question mark. I don't know what's going on there. So it, it does make sense that all the I guess targets could go to Allen Robinson. Um, they they'll just force feed him either him or Higby. Yeah. Um, but then we might also see some some uh, production out of Skoranek, uh Van yep. Jefferson. I don't know. It, yeah. It, it's kind of it's kind of it, scary. It, I mean. You know, like we said, it's, it's very funny. It's very scary, but I think that in terms of being like a clear like one, it should be Allen Robinson. Like I, I do feel like the the Rams they they took him for a reason, and they're trying to get that value out of him. And if they they don't, then I think this is gonna be the end of his career. Yeah, I, I would feel much more comfortable if Stafford was playing, but even yeah. then, Stafford's definitely out. I just checked. Yeah, even he's, then, he's Stafford is like not Stafford this year. Yeah. He, it is, he, his, I don't know what his they're, elbows he's dealing with some type he's of He's dealing injury. with elbow. But also like they're all they're all, the Rams O line has been really bad this season, especially with the loss of uh, one of their oldest players. Yeah, Whitworth. Yeah. So the the team in general just has not been the team of like this this Super Bowl hangover is crazy. Yeah. That always happens. But I think somebody's gotta produce here. And yeah. I think it's gonna be Allen Robinson. Spooky star. Spooky star. <laughs> Wrong holiday. <laughs> All right. Well, on to my last player, I have Amari Cooper against Tampa Bay. I feel like a lot of people have been sleeping on Amari Cooper. Oh, yeah. He's he's actually been very good this year. Actually, uh, I don't know if you know this, but it's very funny in terms of his home and away splits. Do you, are you aware of that? I'm looking at it now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see it. His home and away splits are very interesting. Yeah, so at Carolina, I mean, he broke that last week. Yes. Against Buffalo, he had 27.3. But every other one, it was like 8.9, 4.7, But you have to realize that also that that game last week was not that the original stadium that they were supposed to play at. Yeah. Yeah. So neither team was truly away or home. Yeah, that's, that is true. That is true. So that, there's a star there, you know. Yeah. Um, but he's at home this week against Tampa Bay. Yeah, where he where he performs best. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I, I expect this game to be a shootout. Um, and what was I going to say? Um, he he kind of reminds me of Josh Jacobs. Like he has those games where you know he has the potential to go off, and then you know some some weeks he they're like duds. You know they're not great. But um, I think especially when Deshaun Watson comes back. Uh, I think his value is just going to shoot off the roof. I also got 
Deshaun Watson in one of those leagues. Oh wow! <laughs> because I'm preparing. I'm preparing for that. I just it's, a, it's one of those things, leagues that you have to gamble, you know. Um, but yeah, I really, I really like Amari Cooper. Like, I remember a couple years ago when he was on. I was it the Raiders. Raiders, Cowboys. Raiders first, and then he was like, you would sit him on like every single person would play him on the wrong weeks. Yeah. And he's, it seems that now he's still kind of like that, but he's much more like predictable in terms of like, you can get the right weeks if you play him now. Yeah. I, for me, if I was a Amari Cooper owner, I wouldn't feel, I, I would have to start him. There's no way I'm benching yeah, this guy. You, you don't want those points on your bench. Yeah. You, you feel, you feel bad when you have those points on your bench. Like throughout his entire, his entire career, you have those points on your bench. You yeah. Bad. I mean, I think he would, would have been even great, like better start the week after they're playing Houston and that's isn't that that's the week juicy. that isn't that the week that Watson's supposed to come back that's yeah. Watson's week re- revenge his, game yeah <laughs> yeah it's, it's his revenge game it's his first week back oh man yeah it's juicy next week for uh, the uh, Cleveland Browns yeah but I think Amari Cooper's still gonna be a pretty good start this week yeah good start um, my last uh, feast mode start of the week thing is uh, Rashad White um, as of today uh, Leonard Fournette is still questionable to start. And regardless of whether or not uh, Leonard Fournette starts, Rashad White has been seeing a whole lot more work um, these past few weeks. Like, he's been, they've been ramping him up. Um, and Rashad White is much more, like, explosive, I would say, than Leonard Fournette um, in terms of um, making cuts and uh, making plays. So, um Against this is also against the um, the Browns, right? Is this <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I'll right. make sure I got it right this time. Um, against the Browns, who you can definitely score on. So, yeah, I like this start. I think I think he's gonna. This is like I don't know if he. Let me check his his stats. I think this is gonna be the game where he really starts to kind of show the kind of player he is. You know, this is gonna put him on the radar because um, he's talented and. He's a rookie, right? He's a rookie, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, last week he played 70, 60, 64% of the snaps. Yep. Um, 10.5 points against Seattle. Coming off, or that was the week prior because he's coming back from a bye. Um, so, he's fresh. He's healthy. Um, I think I, I expect him to, you know, make a, make a, make a, what is it? <laughs> make a mark? <laughs> yeah. He's he's going to I, I make a splash? I make a, yes. Oh, yeah. Make a splash. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, um but like I said, especially with it's even better for him if Fournette's still out, you know, because then that that makes him like the lead back. Because who's after him? What Keyshawn Vaughn, who was supposed to take that first role, but yeah, yeah, yeah. He he's he's great long term too. Yeah, you know? I agree. With, I think Fournette's on the decline. You know, yeah, he's he's getting he's getting older. We, I mean, we've been saying that for a while, but yeah. like now he's like mm-hmm. he's starting to show it. Yeah. So Rashad White, start him. Yeah, great start. And that's going to be it for our feast mode. That is it for the podcast. (laughs) Yeah. So before we go, bye week reminder real quick. Nobody's on bye this week. And then we have byes again next week. Next week is a big bye week. Start everybody. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And then we also have our week 11 would be winner. How about you read that off, Jimmy? Of course, it's against me. Um, The highest scoring running back set with no flex. And that goes to none other than Commissioner Elvis with 50 points on the dot. That's pretty impressive. 50 points on the dot. Yeah, that was, uh, it's actually pretty funny because this is a, a duo that you would never have expected to win this for me. It was Jamal Williams and Najee Harris. That, that, makes, it, that makes it tastier. It makes it tastier for me and much more bitter for you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like Jamal, Jamal Williams this past week, 24.4 and Najee Harris, 25.6. Which yep. adds up to exactly fifty. Um, yeah, Najee Harris. You know he's been really quiet this past season, but you know he scored twice this past week, and he's still the workhorse back. I think this game and that, that game, Jalen Warren, he got hurt got, early, got hurt early, yeah. and yeah. but he's still he's still questionable for their future games. So yeah, um, he's not like out of it. But Najee Harris showing that he can still work, do it, and this is against Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. So um, and Jamal Williams just being Jamal Williams and um, vulturing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, Let it be uh, known that uh, Commissioner Elvis swept me this uh, season. Oh, to oh zero. I mean zero to two. <laughs> yeah, lucky, lucky though, because that I only have three wins on the season, <laughs> and two of them are against me. Yeah, um, but yeah, I think I also I, th- I also like 
obviously I like winning uh, this category, <laughs> but also I think it it, sh- it it gives us confidence in um in how the awards will be distributed next year. In that, like everybody has a chance, even if you're at the bottom. Yeah, you guys are. You guys are you and Chris. You guys are making a statement in the um, toilet bowl. <laughs> yes, yes, we are. <laughs> it's a a big statement. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, but yeah, you can't count. You can't discount anybody. It, it, come ups happen, especially, and you see them especially much more in in dynasty leagues. Yeah, and it, it feels like it feels really good when you could bring a back a team back to life. Right. So, um, yeah, sooner or later. Oh, f- there isn't. There aren't anybody on buy this week but there are games happening uh, on like multiple games happening on thanksgiving thanksgiving day which was most of you will probably be listening to it on that day so hopefully yeah. you guys take those players out of your flex yep um make sure if you're playing somebody they're in your lineup yeah hopefully you guys get that message soon enough because i know there's some warning games too yep um i'm gonna be posting this as soon as i can I'm probably gonna go up around like midnight or something i don't know but you guys probably won't be listening to it then so i'm i'm, I'm gonna i'm just gonna assume that most of you gonna listen like, most of you guys are gonna listen to it on the morning of thanksgiving yeah uh, while you guys prepare your Thanksgiving meals. Right. Good time to listen to it. All right. Um, so that's it for this podcast. Uh, happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Happy Thanksgiving. Thanks for being a part of our league and our listenership. Yeah. See you guys next week. Bye. Stay safe. <laughs>